Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Can we do this tomorrow? It's a hard <laughs> no. Well, I guess we're going now. We're off and running. It's a hard Lady, I thought you didn't want to do it tonight. Oh, it's a hard At this point, what are the How are you doing? I'm exhausted. How many hours did you work today? Six? Actual work. No shitting, not counting the shits. But really, you can't figure out how many hours you work today? Estimation. How many hours do you work in a given day? Teaching-wise? Well, what, uh, what other work do How you do? How many jobs do you have? It's like two hours. I think that is You spend hours. Wait, you spend two hours working each no, day? No, that can't be. Wait, no. 40, 40, 60, nah, we'll give you. 200. No, it's it's three three and a half hours actually teaching. Yeah, we'll give you when you when you get there and when you leave. Oh, well, that's not what he said. Day. He said no. The That's other like hour, the other minutes th- that you're not teaching, you're literally doing nothing. You're not no, reading but papers. You said, or, we're talking about seven thirty to to three twenty. That's what I'm there. Still pretty cush. What up, Knicks fans? And I hope you all enjoyed that <laughs> little insight into Blandy, who's who wanted to delay the taping of this till tomorrow. Too tired, still recovering from a concert he went to on Sunday night. It's Two days later? Yeah. But listen, I, it was a four hours of sleep that night. It was, it was rough. That's what I do every time we do this show, Landy. Well, every time. You're built for that. I'm not built for that. What up, Knicks fans? And what is up, Barry motherfucking D? What is up, Craig? And good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Craig. Remember, wherever you guys listen to the show, or girls, we've got at least one or two girls that listen. Do we? Can we call them girls, Barry? No. Ladies. No, ladies. ladies. Women. Probably all different kinds of people, not even just men and ladies. That's right. Where's this fucking going? <laughs> if you listen, if you fucking listen to our show and you like it, leave us some ratings and reviews wherever you listen. And Barry, you wanted to give everyone a message at the start of the show. Well, that's right. We always give our phone number at the end of the show. But I want to remind people, you could give us a call, 516-33-MESH-1. Obviously, your call is not going to get into this show. But if you want to tag on to anything that we're talking about or you hear in this episode, leave us a voicemail, and we'll obviously address it next week. That's all. Maybe. Maybe. No, I mean, obviously, we probably will. (laughs) We don't get that many fucking voicemails. I mean, what else do we have to talk about? You're right. Uh, we need you to help us fill out this show. I mean, we're going to stretch nothing into something tonight. That's right. Even the Knicks even are having meaningless, meaningless, you know, parades on social media and YouTube for no reason at all. You so mean talking about R.J. Barrett? Yeah. Well, that's what necessary. this episode is going to fucking be like. That we're t- Great. We're gonna, and then we're going to spend an episode talking about that. I mean, yeah. not much. That's how bad it is. <laughs> and please... Subscribe to the one podcast that feels absolutely disgusting right now. What's that? I feel gross. Uh-oh. Am I the only one? Maybe. Is this, is this a crap story? You, <laughs> you guys don't feel disgusting 
with yourselves. No, an just evening, going. an evening with R.J. Barrett. Just weeks after his name was being tossed around in trade rumors, and now we're just all going to spend an evening with him like nothing happened. We're not going to talk about it, and we're going back to bed with him like it's nothing. You guys don't feel gross about this? Nope. No. You're just going to go back to normal. Yeah, I mean, I think we could have uh, we could have addressed it a little bit, you know, while we had him there, get it out off our chest into the open, you know, no. not pretend like it didn't but, happen. There was well, that. that's what I feel. Yeah. That's why I feel gross. Mm. Got to address it a little. Don't you have to say something? You're anyway, we're going to get to all of that. What, Blandy? You're not going to do that. Why not? It's going to happen in a couple of weeks anyway. All right, well, well, we'll get into it. All right. If you haven't gotten a chance to listen to the RJ, not a press conference, we're going to share some of our favorite clips, some of our favorite horribly boring clips. Well, we're going to play them all for you. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all no right, before newsworthy we, clips. You, I'll tell you what. I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know an evening with RJ Barrett happened until this morning. All right. Right. The, the only thing more boring than RJ Barrett highlights are RJ Barrett sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> but that doesn't mean you shouldn't listen to the rest of the show because we're going to make it fun I hope and if not we do. whatever uh, bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines and by the way guys this is so you don't fucking question me in the middle of this it is the most recent script okay <laughs> Mm. Is that the sound you got for me? I got something else too. You got some other fun stuff? Yeah, yeah, sure. You can find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, the NHL, combat sports, esports, and yes, even golf. Bad Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports info from live in-game betting, props, and futures. Head on over to Bet Online today. Use your little mobile device to join and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BLEAV50. Where are the fucking sound clips? Well, you're talking. Okay. I don't want it to I don't want it to drown you out. Let him Brooke, let him go. Right. Use promo code BLEAV50 to get your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. What I, I, Is this it's not a casino i asked for like money sound effects well that was the that it's, it's the slot machines that's all you can get slot machines <laughs> well there are things that are like two hours straight of just random sounds that you have to go through and figure out what everything is oh you don't for, want to put in that effort i didn't have time for that <laughs> okay well i was hoping for like what like i don't like change change falling from the sky uh <laughs> there's no like movie clips where people are saying like make it rain or they're i can throwing say show me the, I can get the show me the money show clip. me the oh, money sure that's a good one. I, I yes. get show me the money all right guys as we talked about a little bit an evening with rj barrett monica mcnutt rj that huge number nine necklace barry most exciting part of that evening for you um Beyond the necklace. What'd you think of Monica McNutt? How the way, by the way, how did, we said we we're going to talk a little bit, about, little bit about Monica. You said. I said, 
You said. Don't you feel like that's the most ridiculous fucking name in the world? Monica McNutt. And the fact that nobody McNutt. I think it's fucking awesome. The fact that the M, the N, and the C make another appearance in the last name after they show up in the first name. It's it's a great name. Monica McNutt. It doesn't sound like 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 someone's an Irish porn star. No, no. McNutt. No. I'm gonna McNutt nothing. (laughs) No. Every time you hear Monica McNutt, you don't think of that? About nothing? I'm the only one? I mean, no. listen, I can't say I haven't thought of it. I mean, Do you yes. even, Barry doesn't even know. Barry looks so confused right now. Really, Barry? You, didn't, you don't, you've never thought of that? About, about, about nutting? Yeah. Like, that's not the first no. thing that comes to mind every time someone says Monica McNutt. I think it's an I mean, it's not the first name, thing. But, but I, I, I know. I, it really doesn't, doesn't, you know. No. All right, guys. Well, RJ's pretty fucking boring, but I mean, he did say some. <laughs> we, know, we know this. <laughs> we do know this. He's the most boring player He's on the Knicks, maybe in the NBA. Let's play some sound. So, Blandy, can you hit number one? Hit number one. Can you play Every number one? Every now and then, we hear the chant that we heard as we were welcoming you in. You guys, y'all, y'all know the chant that starts with the R. <laughs> right? <laughs> to have these fans in the arena chanting either that version or the shorter version, just RJ. What does that mean for you? You know, it means, means a lot. Uh, they they really support every game, you know. Win or lose, they're, they're always there, you know. They have uh, they have their opinions and, you know, it's like, it's, but it's good, you know. It's good to, to also play for, you know, just New York that, that actually knows about basketball, you know, uh, that, that cares and, uh, just in turn, you know, I, I can speak for myself. You know, I care a lot too. You know, I care. I want to to help contribute to just winning and just you know, overall great things for the Knicks. Is there anybody who cares more <laughs> than R.J. Barrett? He doesn't show it really, or he does show. He really does show it. Well, he could right? be demonstrative Barrett? on the court he, he sometimes. Shows you know, when yeah. he flexes, you know. Yeah, <laughs> or or he's just like you know, you could see he's super deep in thought, and you know. It's interesting how much love we all have for him when he is so fucking boring. Yeah, right. Because just because he's a homegrown guy, he's a homegrown guy. We appreciate his talent. We all see that he's like super well rounded, and there's still potential there. I mean, he continues to get better year after year. You know, so yeah, we still, but like, we're still on this R.J. Barrett climb. You know, in his career, and he's ours. And now we've got him locked up. You know, again. You know, for another few years. So, yeah, I think we're all RJ stands. He, by the way, signed a four-year. What it can it can max out at 120 million with incentives, right? Yeah. Do you think that that's going to slow him down at all? Like he's he got his money, he's not no going to go at as hard. I don't think so. He doesn't not seem him. like that kind of guy. I don't think his dad would let him do that. Yeah, I get the sense that he's not affected by the money. Even at the press conference, he was just his normal, boring self. It wasn't a press know? conference, Craig. Oh, right, not a press conference. It was an evening. Can we talk about that also? Speaking of that, let's talk about that. I was going to save that for later, but fuck it. Let's just go no, into it. That, that became a fucking national story. It wasn't just like a New York story or New York media beat writers complaining about it. It took on a story of its own. It does every time, though, Barry. Yeah, it, it does, does every, every time. time. But like this time, this wasn't like an introductory press conference introducing a new player. You want to get a little upset that they didn't have media for the Jalen Brunson thing? I'll 
I'll accept that. But for this, this was really a thing that the Knicks do all the time, like every couple of months. They do it throughout the season also, where they want to give something to season ticket holders. And this was a chance to get your picture taken with RJ. I'm sure they had people line up for that, um, you know, and and get invited in this one-on-one, small, intimate thing. They do this all the time. You didn't need media there. Media day is going to be in a couple of weeks. This That's not what it's about. This was for the ticket holders. What's kind of silly is that they felt the need to, you know, to publicize it and broadcast it on YouTube. But I guess they figured they're going to be doing this and holding this event anyway. They that's might as well. Silly? But they do this stuff all the time. Because it, it's a nothing thing. You're not getting yeah, anything out of it. They didn't even absolutely ask. Absolutely a nothing thing. They didn't even bring up the fact that, well, how did you feel, RJ, when your no, name was you know mentioned not, about being You know they're not going to do that. Right. And we'll hear that in a couple of weeks when the media is there. But to get upset that they that they weren't invited for, for this, again, it was like a stupid nothing thing. They'll have their well, chance listen, at media day and, you know, during, when the season starts. I have no problem with these things and media not being invited. I kind of enjoy it that media mm-hmm. doesn't get invited and they get so upset. <laughs> right, right. There is something. But to let's that not too. fucking pretend that they're not doing this on purpose. Mm-hmm. All right, you're acting like they they're doing this for the fans, and they're purposely not hold. They don't hold any press conferences ever when anything big happens, and they don't hold them to just I don't know for Leon to fill anyone in on what's going on. They don't hold them when a someone signed. They don't hold them. They would not, if they got Donovan Mitchell, they would not have held one. They would have done this. Honestly, this right. was probably an evening with a blank on whatever <laughs> date this was, and they were just going to fill in whoever it was. All right. <laughs> right. They would do the same thing. That's what they do. That's what they've been doing for the past few years, and the media gets upset. Stefan Bondi. Is that his name? Stefan Bondi. Uh, Berman. <laughs> Bagley. Chris Mannix. Everyone's going to get upset about it. Saying that like Dolan is like Trump when Trump went in to do press conferences and and the fan like they were blaming the fans recently about this. Chris Mannix, I think, said that some of this is on the fans for not demanding more. Yeah. Dude, if, if the media represented the fans there and were asking questions for us, maybe I would care. But they represent the papers, they represent these articles that they put out just trying to get clicks and half the time they're fucking bullshit. To me, it doesn't seem like they've got any great sources and they're just regurgitating other shit that they hear, the same stuff we all hear. I don't think the media deserves to go to any press conferences. Are they that much different than anyone else? Other than the fact that they get paid a living to do what they do? Are they better than Knicks Fan TV? All right, who's a better representation of media? Stefan Bondi or Knicks Fan TV? I mean, they're both media, but Knicks Fan TV... I mean, they're putting out more content, more coverage. Yeah, any Knicks, move, any Knicks news coming from anywhere, he's going to report it. And on top of that, that coincides with the fan base speaking their, speaking their minds. So yeah, I think he's moved into a position where he is more Knicks media than any it's a, reporter. It's a new age, you know? Especially the guys that just write for papers. Like, who the fuck reads these papers anymore? Right. Like Berman and Bondi. Maybe Begley has a little something he does on SNY, but who else does? Right. And half the articles that they put out are a bunch of bullshit. Like, it's really crazy. Like, midseason, they'll take one little quote that a player says, and they'll make an entire article about it. And you read through this article, and there's really, like, not one iota of information that you've gained based on this article. And Berman's article today was about the, the evening with. Yeah. Didn't learn anything extra. It was the same shit. 
But I guess the one question you would have wanted to hear asked was, hey, RJ, how does it feel to have your name in those Donovan Mitchell trade rumors? And is that going to bother you at all? Does that bother right, you at all? Which is a fair That's question. It. It's probably a question that you know we're all wondering. Not that we expect it to change how he puts his you know best foot forward and how he prepares for the season and all that shit. But it's still something you want to you get you have to ask. And again, the media will get their chance. Honestly, I wish they just fucking asked the question. Like it's not a secret. <laughs> Everyone in that audience knows about it. Monica McNutt, even McNutt knows about it. Yeah. I mean I guess McNutt, the who whole is, thing is McNutt who is holding that whole thing together, by the way. Yeah. But I guess I guess, you know, the whole thing is keeping it light. You know, she's yeah, trying to be I mean, she works for the network. She's not gonna yeah. ask that. That's right. not that's not what that evening yeah. was about. No, it was about just using RJ. <laughs> Pretty Fucking <much>. him. <laughs> That's right. Um, all right, Blandy, play clip number two. Oh, man. That game winner against Boston in January. I remember us in the studio, right? It did take me right back to that we, night. Uh, I mean, oh, the yeah. arena went off. We went off in studio, and obviously you hit that shot. McNutt, take me McNutted. through the last 30 <laughs> yeah. seconds or so of that ball game, if you remember it. <laughs> Well, okay, so this this hasn't been told before. I actually didn't even I actually didn't even know I was in the game. So (laughs) yes, grizzly old man at twenty two, you forgot you were in the game. We we come to the timeout. Um, I think we were doing like a defense offense thing. So I don't know. I automatically thought I was subbing out. So you know, I'm not even paying attention to the play or what's going on, but. Um, yeah, so four guys go out on the court now, timeout's done, and, have, and then Coach Tibbs is just like, RJ, get in there. I'm like, what? What's happening? Like, and then, but, you know, we practiced the play a bunch, so I kind of knew it from, from memory, and then, you know, just, you know, God bless me, and I was able to make the shot. It was, yeah, right? It was, it was, did you know it was good when you let it go? Because sometimes when you practice something and you're in that moment, there's just that confidence that comes from the bottom of your feet to the top of your head. Um, honestly, I think Jason actually helped me make the shot with uh-huh. his with his contest, made me shoot it a little higher, mm-hmm. so I had a better chance to go in. There you go. Well, it, it went in, and it was certainly a memorable moment for all of us. All right. Did you watch a video clip of that moment after he after he said that? I didn't, but I've seen it so many times. And I mean, you saw what he was doing awesome. during the timeout. Oh, beforehand? No, no, I didn't. I didn't watch that. I, I remember somewhere. afterwards when he's like just like in the zone, everybody's crowding around him, but I didn't rewatch. Before. It was pretty good though because you saw RJ, basically Tibbs is talking to the other guys and RJ is just off to the side like Randall does Oh, most so it was just time. like what he said. And he's not paying attention. He's laughing with some other guys and Tibbs is telling everyone what play they're going to run and everyone else is paying attention. <laughs> That's great. And then they all break out of the huddle and then you see RJ stay back with Tibbs. To, and he's right. He's drawing up the play just for him, just as they're going on the floor. And then he hit that fucking game winner. That's a great story. Yeah, that's, a, that, that's a good tid. That's a good little nugget. That's how fucking cool our and collected RJ is, right? Or how even killed he is. He had no idea he was in the game. It didn't phase him. Then he get, went out and hit the biggest shot of his life two seconds later. All right, Blandy, play clip number three. Here we go. We joke, but you are a veteran core of this team, even at twenty two. So. How do you grow as a leader? Uh, as a leader, just being able to, you know, one, do the things on the court that I'm supposed to do. <laughs> so my continued 
development, but then also be able to, you know, use my voice a little more now and, um, you know, share things that, you know, I see or uh, someone share things that they see with me and be able to kind of work there uh, as well as, you know, especially in, in practices and in the games, try to, you know, help lift the spirit of the team, you know, help get us going, help, you know, make sure that we're, we're motivated and stuff like that because, um, Oftentimes, the the team who comes out ready, you know, normally wins the game. All right, Blandy, before you fall asleep, who's going to be the leader on this team this year? Is it RJ? No. I mean, I think, obviously, he, the, the longer he's there, the more the more people in the, in the room are going to listen to him. But, I mean, honestly, I think it's probably Randall. What? Don't you? Julius Randall? Don't oh, you think Julius so? Randall. <laughs> I think it's going to be like a three-man tug of war to see who's going to rise to take the reins of this team between Randall and RJ and Brunson because Randall was the one that's had to do it before. You know, he's probably the most respected on the team still, even after what we saw last year. Um, and he's the one most used to being in that role. Yeah. But we saw him drop the ball a bunch last year where he didn't act like a leader. And now, again, with the extension, with everybody in RJ's ear, and I'm sure the front office, along with Tibbs, you know, kind of guiding him, pushing him that way. Look, you got to lead. You know, Monica was doing an interview. Are you going to be a leader? All that stuff's going to play a role in him, you know, kind of feeling his oats and getting getting into that position. And then you got Brunson, who's going to be the floor general out there as well, you know, who's going to, you know, want to try to take this team you know, under his wings. So I think it's going to be those three guys. We'll see what happens this season. And, and I mean, I think it'll be pretty visible, especially as you get late in games, who's calling everybody into the huddle, who's taking lead of that conversation. You know, you see it all the time. It used to be Randall was the one that did it. Um, and we'll see what happens this year. It's going to be interesting. Think, yeah, well, like these three guys are so different, you know, and I think they'll lead in totally different ways. You got RJ, who's kind of like a, at least from what it seems, a quiet leader, right? Leads maybe by example or just by his attitude on the court and his body language. Got Julius, who I, you haven't gotten the sense that he's a loud leader, but he last year he led in all these negative ways, things that a leader can't fucking do. I don't know if he's a leader the way he acted last year. I don't know if he can be, even though he is very respected because of his game. And then Jalen, it's natural for him to be a leader on the team because he's, like you said, the floor general. But he's brand new to the team, and can he really take that role away from Julius or RJ? If anyone, if I see, can see anyone calling everyone into a huddle on the court of those three, it's Jalen Brunson. Right. The other thing too um, is, you know, when you're a coach's son, I think that carries a lot of weight. Um, and when you grow up, you know, with a coach as your dad, I think you you just automatically assume a lot of those personality traits that your dad has. So I think that's going to make it a lot easier for him to be that way too. Yeah, I, I would say him. I mean, because Julius and RJ, they're not they're like imperfect leaders. Seems like Jalen is outgoing enough and he's going to have the ball in his hands. And honestly, I don't think he's going to care that he's the new guy. He, he wanted that spotlight. He wants the spotlight. He wanted to get out of Luca's shadow, apparently, which I don't know. It was pretty ballsy. If you you want to get out of there to be out of the shadow of one of the best players in the game, like top three players in the game. Landy, hit number four. What do you expect Jalen to bring to the team? What have you guys had an opportunity to work on? Yeah, Jalen, Jalen's great. You know, Jalen's great. He's really, he's really smart. 
He's really smart. He's really hard worker. He works on his game a lot. So I think with that, and he has natural leadership ability too. just, you know, being around him, um, guys gravitate towards him as well. So just, I think him and I work together uh, very well, especially as being lefties. That'll, <laughs> that'll be very good. So, yeah. Excited to see what you guys look like as a duo of leaders. And of course, the scores, we got to get some buckets as well. Does that matter that we've got too many lefties on the team? People well, always talk about that. Does that team. fucking matter? It doesn't matter if you're good going as good going to the right as you are to the left, but I mean it could uh it could create some spacing issues. Well, I don't get I don't get the whole thing. Barry, can you explain it to me? No. I mean I get it in baseball when you're doing <laughs> when you're setting up a lineup. Uh I to be truthful, I no, I, I don't understand how that helps their game. I, are they all supposed to be like when everyone's right handed, people aren't like, Oh my god. It's a team of righties no. out there. Never Why is it a problem if there's if half the team is lefties? Like I just don't, I don't get it. I feel like everyone's supposed to be able to play with both hands. Um, it's just something to talk about. Is that all it is? <laughs> I don't sure. get it. Anytime people talk about it, it's just something to talk about. But RJ said it's it's, it's exciting to him thing. that he's going to have a lefty. He's playing with a lefty point guard. I guess because they're gonna they play that. He's usually playing with a righty, so it's different. So he understands where Jalen's coming from. He can anticipate what Jalen's going to do because he too is a lefty. Come on. If Mark Berman shoes. was there, if Mark Berman was there, he would have asked the follow-up to that. We would know. If we were there, we'd ask that hard question. That's Excuse right. me, RJ. Is there any, is this just all bullshit? The whole lefty, lefty, lefty thing. We're going to have three lefties in our starting lineup. And according to many people in the NBA, that's a fucking problem. <laughs> have Julius, RJ, and Brunson all playing together. All lefties. Can it be, for the same reason, can it be like a strength that the other team, they're not going to know what to do? They never play against all lefties? <laughs> it's fucking I mean, it's, you're right. It, it really shouldn't matter. It's just one of those things that people bring up. Because there's so <laughs> few. There's Blandy's so few. Pet. So to Blandy's have three pet. and one starting five is, you know... The other team's not going to know what to do with themselves. What's the most lefties to have ever been in the starting lineup together in the history of the four, NBA? Four. 1986. That, no, yeah, 1986 Atlanta. To, no, that's not true. <laughs> no? No, I looked it up before, actually. No, you oh, did really? I did. In the, Look during at the Landerson 19th, fucking no, he Hooper. Didn't. He's full of during shit. In the 1943 1944 no. season, you can't tell? the Atlanta uh, Blue Sox actually had. Uh, all five of their starting lineup. And how many games did they win? They won, I think, twelve. And what was what was then. the nickname that they created for that? But how many? Wait, five? how many games a season did they play back then? Back then, what did I say? In what year did I say? Nineteen forty-four. Uh, I think it was like a fifty-game season. So they were twelve and thirty-eight. Yeah, twelve and thirty-eight, and uh, not a good omen. Yeah. The, um. Yeah. <laughs> But I got that at basketball reference. Yeah. Mm. Maybe he just means like it's good like if the team goes out to dinner, he could sit next to, you know, Brunson and he doesn't have to worry about like bumping his arm into him when they're eating their dinner because, you know, they're both using their left hand because that's annoying, you know? <laughs> you know, what? what's interesting is after we signed Jalen, a friend of mine texted me and said, there's never been a great lefty point guard in the NBA. 
Or he said, like, how many great lefty point guards have been fit in the NBA? So this is really a fucking thing. What does one thing have to do with the other? A fucking boxing or or pitching? Do you not dribble a basketball as good if you're a left-handed? Wait, hold on. I'm looking at the the official 2021 all-lefty team by Mark Stein. There's an all-lefty team? He has an article. That sounds racist. Front court. This was 2021 <laughs> where Julius had a good year. Did you say front, racist? I mean, More maybe like not handist. racist, but. I think like handist. Yeah, yeah, handist. He's a handy. He's a handy? He's anti hands or anti lefty? He's a leftist. <laughs> no, he would be a <laughs> rightist because he's anti lefty. He would be a rightist. Oh, right. Okay. Wait. The all lefty team. Yeah, I got, no, I got a list of a the best. If you're racist. Yeah, but if you're racist, you're uh, you're anti. Well, race has to do with skin color. All right. So front court: Julius Randle, Demontis Sabonis, and Zion Williamson. Back court: James Harden and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. This is from what year? Twenty twenty one. Ben Simmons. <laughs> Six no, no. man: Joe Inglis. All right. You want some famous uh, lefties in the NBA? The best lefties. No, I think we can end this conversation. No. All okay. right, Landy, play that. the the last clip I got there for you. All right, as we you talk know, about hold on one season, second. You know-, you know somebody's gonna call in with a voicemail, and they're gonna say, "You guys are so dumb." Here's ten reasons why it's super important to be a lefty in the NBA. Important or bad? Important, and why it's so important to have a lefty on your team. I'm telling you, I think that it's all about the pros. Versus the they're cons. gonna sit next to each other whenever they go out for a meal, and they're not gonna bump bump elbows. That's that's, what it comes that's down the to. number one thing. I think so. That's, you can't you can't underestimate how important that is mm. when you're eating a meal like that. Think is it that. chemistry on the court, like high fiving each other? Do lefties go for the high fives with the left hand or the right hand? Because I always I go with think, my right, but I'm righty. I would think is that a problem? Left, right. If you're lefty, do you you'd probably lead with your left hand. But that's fucking weird. If you go up against a righty. Isn't it? Yeah. Then, then it's like, then you're then not you're crossing like, the body. You're... Maybe that's what it is, Barry. Can you believe what we're talking about on this show? We spent about right 20 here? minutes dissecting this. <laughs> <laughs> Call us at 516-33-MESH1. Let us know Tell what, us what you think. think about yeah, it. Does it matter? On the Fuck. basketball court. All right, here we go. Am I, are if you, you worked with a bunch of lefties, would it affect your job performance? I don't think so. I live with a bunch of lefties. And does it affect life? I don't think so. Well, teaching what do you mean? You're stuff, the only righty? No, well, I mean, no, the, both of the boys are. Both of my kids are. A bunch of lefties. So have you, how do you? How do they high-five you? Actually, that's a good question. You know what? I'm going to try that tomorrow, and I'll get back to you. I'll let you know. <laughs> okay. Try it out. Make it Should really I go wake them up awkward. right now? Maybe I'll go wake one of them up and see. Just need a quick high five. I'll, I'll check tomorrow and I'll let you know how it goes. We can talk about it on next week's show. A lineup of lefties doesn't matter. <sighs> All right, here we go. Fifth one. All right, as we talk about the season, we know that these folks are going to show up in droves. Do you have a message for the fans this upcoming season? Um, to the fans, I just want to say, you know, Always thankful for all your support. You know, you've been supporting me and the team and uh, for a long time. It's great when I, when I see fans that are like, yeah, I've been, I've been a Knicks fan since 74. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's, uh, it's great to, to always have you guys support and, you know, hopefully we make you guys proud. Love that. Are they making yes. fun of us? Okay. I love that. 
Is RJ that. mocking Knicks fans? I don't know what that means. What does that mean? I like it when you're like, I've been a Knicks fan since 1974. It's he so sad. He just likes to hear that people have been a fan so for a really sad. long time. It sounds like he thinks we're stupid for being fans for that long. I think he, maybe well, he's laughing because he's are. like, I was only born in you know 2020. <laughs> or was he born in the 2000s? Because he must yeah. have been, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucker. Well, Barry, what you, would you think about an evening with RJ? Satisfied? No. For No. <laughs> It's like when you are looking for a movie to watch and you, you pick a movie on Netflix and it's just like, <laughs> eh. But you sit through the whole thing because, you know, you got nothing else planned anyway. A boring evening with R.J. Barrett. <laughs> right. A fi- 15 minutes, in fact. Is that really an evening when it's 15 minutes exactly no. in length? That's all you need. Well, do you think yeah. something like that with any of them would be interesting? Is there anyone on the Knicks that you think would, you know, an evening with would be... That great? Oh, that's a good no, question. Even, even be... the great personalities, like Quickly's got a great personality. Obi's got a great personality. Mitch is fun, but no, none of them would be a great evening. I mean, not when it's in that format. If we're just you wouldn't want to do more of these. Oh my god! No. Maybe with something. There's no one else. If you pick one player to have an evening with, who would it be? It's got to be Mitch. Look, if Mitchell Mitch. Robinson is hosting it, oh, fine. Sign that me would up. be something. There you go. Sure. Let Can we get if just Mick, Mitch's block show just needs to do the next one of these? That's right, the block party. I actually, if there was, if I had to pick one person who I want to get something out of, just to hear what they talk, to hear what they have to say, I think it's Julius. I would love to know where his head is at. I think that has the possibility of going south real quick, though. He recently came out of hiding on on Instagram. You see those videos? I saw yeah, the videos of him training in the Bahamas. A lot of running. He is Again, risk. You know, he's trying to, uh, you know, he's got to kind of create this new narrative, this turnaround narrative for himself. So, hopefully, has anyone ever won season. the Most Improved Player Award twice in three years? Did he win it? He did, right? I don't remember. Did he? Man, how long ago? Fucking two years. Has the been. most uninformed fucking Knicks podcast. Did he win it? Uh, yes, twenty twenty one. Yeah, he's going for it again. NBA Most Improved Player. Watch him. He's going to retire with like five most improved player awards. <laughs> Every other year. That's right. That makes sense. That's his goal. All right, guys. That's one funny. one tiny rumor to talk about. I don't even want to fucking talk about it. But oh, excuse me. Let's sneak it in here. Okay. The Knicks are one of four teams, rumor has it, interested in trading for Bogdanovich from Utah. So not Average 18 points a game last year. Bojan. What? Not Bogdan. Is it Bogdan? Is that how you say it? Oh, that's, the, no, that's the other one. That's the one on the Hawks. Not right. him we're talking about. It's Bojan. No, the Jazz. Oh, okay. Sorry. Bo- I think it's pronounced Bojan. Bojan. <laughs> that's why I didn't say his first name, to be honest. I wasn't 100% sure on the J Bojan. pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Bojan? Bojan? Is it Bojan? It's Bojan. I don't think so, no. Well, I personally, I wouldn't, I don't know why we're in this rumor. There's, I feel like there's no shot in hell we're trading with the Utah Jazz. I get it from the Lakers standpoint because they need shooting around LeBron. I get it with Dallas because they want to bolster their offense. I get it with Phoenix because, you know, obviously they fell short last year big time. I I don't see how the Knicks play into this, especially if we still have Fournier in our roster. You're going to give up a draft pick? You you know Utah wants to. He's 33 years old. Why exactly. do you, why would you want that? Doesn't make sense to me, to be honest with you. There's no shot in hell where why would we deal with Danny Ainge to get Bogdanovich? No. Why would we open up that can of worms? Honestly, I wouldn't talk to Danny Ainge about a deal ever again. 
Because in my opinion, I feel like we, we just got used. And who are you trading for him? A first round pick. That's that's what they want. Why would we do that? No, I'm sorry. You don't trade a first round pick right. for a 33 year old guy. Not the position no. that Knicks are in. Could you could you imagine? That's why it we makes didn't, more sense we didn't get Donovan teams. Mitchell because we wouldn't give up an extra first round pick, and then we go and give it up for Bogdanovich. It didn't make sense that we gave up a first round pick for 22 year old Cam Reddish. Why would we give up a first round pick for a 33 year old Bogdanovich? All right, y'all hear that music. Oh. It is time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. Blandy, do you have news tonight? What? Okay. Is that a no? Do you have news tonight? Oh, yeah, no, I do. I have some. All right, it is time for it. I just wasn't ready. <laughs> You're just killing time to get your background up? Is that what was going on there? No, well, I it's just funny. I we wasn't... spent 20 minutes talking about the importance of, uh, or non-importance of being a lefty, and we spent about two minutes on the uh, Bogdanovich trade. <laughs> well, how much do we want to talk? I it's know. a bullshit. Bullshit. Okay, here we go. Uh, one, uh, starting things off with something that you guys might be interested in watching. Netflix today dropped the very first trailer for their documentary called The Redeem Team. It's a documentary on the 2008 uh, men's basketball team. It streams on October 7th, I think. Um, there are interviews with LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony. There's actually a bunch of vintage footage of uh, Kobe Bryant, too, from behind the scenes from back then. Uh, so that looks pretty interesting. It's just about, you know, everything that they went through as they tried to make up for the embarrassment of 2004 when they won the bronze medal. Did either one of you see the trailer or no? No. No. I have not. Yeah, it just came out today. It's pretty, it, it looks like good stuff. You know, interviews with Coach K and Allen Iverson and a whole bunch of people that were on that team as well as uh, the, the team in 2004. Who was on that team again? Do you have the list? The 2008 one? Yes. Uh, I know LeBron, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, Kobe Bryant. Um, let's see, Redeem. I saw Master. some social media message or Jason Kidd saying that Carmelo was like the biggest personality in the whole thing or hilarious. Carlos so Boozer, if there's one Jason reason to watch, Kidd. maybe it's that. Darren Williams, Michael Red, Dwight Howard, Chris Bosh, Chris Paul, Tayshaun Prince. A, an interesting team because a bunch of guys on there that you wouldn't think would uh it's top heavy though what it's top heavy with great yeah but know, i guess the whole point great. of this team was to make it more well-rounded than the 2004 team that's why you got somebody like Tayshawn prince on there for his d and somebody like michael red for his three-point shooting that sort of thing so you Exciting. got that it, lo- yeah. it looks good so check it out if you if you get a chance uh, the nba announced that there will be a significant jump in the salary cap be- not for this coming year but for the next season Cap is supposed to go up about eight and a half percent, so the cap will be about one hundred and thirty-four million dollars, which is about ten million dollars more than what it is right now. And really, the two biggest stories: uh, Anthony Edwards over the weekend mm. posted a video on Instagram. I don't know if you guys saw that. You got it. Yep. What? You got the sound? Uh, no, because I don't want to play. I uh, I didn't want to play that. He's he's you know why not play that shit? What? He's, of course, people he, need to hear what he said. He said he made some homophobic remarks. That's what he said. I, I don't think we need to play that stuff. Why should we give uh, a platform to that? So he posted a, an apology. What was, saying what was, was the, can you read out what he said? You want me to say out loud the homophobic comment that he said? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's not happening. Chat it to me. I'll say it. What? I think I, may, people might not know the story. I want to know what he fucking said. What did he say? Can you just type so, it in the chat? Are you against that? Jeez. Oh, I mean... Just man, you gotta say it sometimes. No, I don't think I. I don't think it's necessary. Oh, fucking Christ! You want to Google it? You can Google it. But 
he was okay, mocking, so he was mocking some Flanders people is, that he Flanders saw. is protecting his job here. Like, there's going to be like somebody from like oh my yeah, and the also three. Like, there's somebody that's going to come down and say, "I can't I believe Google that Anthony you're Edwards off, gay slurs you're off right the now. hard Nick's life podcast." It has nothing to do with that. It's, it's, it's not like a general like manager. He said some of this stuff podcast. that wasn't. It, 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 they were hurtful, homophobic comments. There's no reason to repeat them. I I consider myself to be an ally of the LBGTQIA plus community and so therefore there's no reason to give any uh weight to those comments by repeating them all right respect. So what do you think about that respect. i disagree with it entirely i think people need to know what was said so they know how just know he said some stuff is. about some people that he saw on the side like on the sidewalk all right he apologized and said what i said was immature hurtful and disrespectful and i'm incredibly sorry it's unacceptable for me or anyone to use that language in such a hurtful way, there's no excuse for it at all. I was raised better than that. The NBA is looking into it, and the Timberwolves put out a statement saying that they were very disappointed in his language and his actions. And what do you think about his apology? What do you want him to I do? Know. I thought it was I fine. Mean, he's, he's, he said he was <laughs> sorry. You, I mean, he's, it was an apology like the next morning, and when when you hear the clip, it's not. It sounds like it's just a part of him. It's, right. I, it was right. so natural. All right. right. Listen, this That's, is one of those yeah. things and it's, where it's, it's something that he time. would say. Listen, he's 21 years old. He's a kid. So I'm not going to like hold him to the fire, but I don't really believe that he thought it was wrong. It's more it's of an apology because you again. got caught than apology for an apology for what you, you know, said, which is what happens a lot of times. Wish I knew what he said, but all right. Well, you can Google it as could anyone here. So, it's just crazy that it it didn't come out like somebody was filming it and picked up on it. It came out on his own fucking social media. Like I know. On his own it's Instagram. Like you gotta, just goes to show you like how clueless That's you got to be that to say it and then to, and then the to put it up there. Part. So it was a group of like sexually dressed men, I would say. What? How, how are they dressed? Sexually? sexually? Is that a word? Sexually? <laughs> Is that a word? <laughs> I finally found the fucking quote after fucking Googling for the past five minutes. It was a. You could oh, just hear Anthony Edwards' voice. Sexually, it's a, yeah. It's an adverb. Sure. He started talking uh, sexily to her while they danced. Yeah, they were dressed sexily. These men. Okay. <laughs> um, Anthony Edwards was in a car with the rin- window rolled down, looking at this group of sexily dressed men. <laughs> I quote, and I in no way support these words. Whoop! Shit. And for House of the Dragon just came up. Um, look at these queer ass N words, man. Oh. Mm. Mm. Yeah, look at what the world that? done came to, bruh. Yeah. I went to a. I don't know if I should talk about this. Oh. But I went to a ba- the world's biggest bounce house this weekend. Okay. It's like touring, I guess, and. My kids made me go on this obstacle course that took like 10 minutes to get through. Big mistake. And so I'm like jumping and bouncing and climbing over this shit with like other kids. And there's this like group of, this group of like teenagers who were like, seem to always, at least in one section, be right up with us. And this like bigger kid, bigger, bigger, heavier kid. Was having trouble getting like under things and through things, so I was like, "Help!" I was like raising things, raising things for him to go under. I was like, I got you, man. And he would go under, 
And then he like, <laughs> at one point he like fell between a couple of these like blow up pillars. I don't know if you've seen those in, in like option yeah. courses. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, he fell, he, he was getting frustrated. And then he, he looked at me and he said, what N-words are farting in here, man? We said, what? What? <laughs> we said, what? Like, these N-words are farting in here, man. And I just looked at him. And I was like, well, that wasn't this cracker, I said to him. <laughs> Is that really that, what you said? <laughs> Man, this was a white kid that said no, that? No, but I was so oh. uncomfortable. No, he's a he's a black kid. Oh, all right. Whew. <laughs> Holy cow. But I was like, did I fart? I, I don't know. Maybe I farted. <laughs> I was exerting a lot of energy getting through this fucking course. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this my kid God. was so angry. Oh, man. But he said it to me. <sighs> Whatever. <laughs> Is that Holy bad shit. to say? I'm just repeating what was said. That's it. No, you're just telling the story. I stuck I, out I to me. First... And I guess your kids were right there. Because you guys were all My together. kids were a little ahead of me. I was trying to catch up. Oh, so, so I don't think they you heard. and this young kid in the bouncy house alone. And your there daughter were, no, repeats there were a lot of everything. And your daughter oh, okay. repeats everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so you got out of the bounce house and she goes up to your wife and she says mommy <laughs> no yeah well, i played yes. that video for them that you sent us jay of your mm-hmm. niece taking oh, a yeah. bath can you, you play, have the audio from can that you play, play that audio. clip you, by the way you want me to do it okay yeah, yeah, hold on, just, you wouldn't post it i'll send I still it to don't my understand, i'll be honest i'll send it to my computer right my now. kids oh, loved it fucking well, loved it they were dying too. whole family I sent it to my aunt. I sent it to my mom. Sent that video all over the place. Did you? Yes. You sent it. it A funny fucking video. It's a naked girl in the bathtub. Naked. She's like two, three years old. She's four years old. You don't see anything. I saw her breasts. Oh, her breasts. She doesn't have breasts, Craig. She's four. She doesn't have breasts. Oh, please. All right. You want to hear? Yeah, yeah. This is great. Set it up for us. Set it up, Randy. So, um. Last week on Saturday, uh, my sister-in-law had a baby. So she and my husband, uh, my husband, she and my brother were in the hospital. So my mom was, was watching. We need all that backstory. My niece. She, wait, you said and so she and your husband? Yeah. <laughs> she's, and that would be so, it's not bad. If that was no, your husband. My mom has given my niece a, a bath. Because, there you go. You know, my brother's at the hospital with his wife. There you go. And so he, here you go. That's all you need. It sounds so what bad. What are you doing? Then you'll have to rinse your hair. You do your neck. No, I don't want my neck. Okay. No, my belly button. Yeah. My asshole. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. I'll do my belly button, oh, so then good. my asshole. Oh, it's so yeah. good. Yeah. My daughter was like, why did she say asshole, <laughs> not butt? <laughs> <laughs> Little kids, the things that little kids say. Uh, it's terrific. I was like, I don't know, because technically, like, you're never really actually cleaning your asshole. It is more, you don't go in the hole, do you? No, you, do you guys to. do that. Yes, of course. Well, you when clean you inside your asshole. Oh, I get up in there when I'm in the shower. Of course. Actually, I did go through a stretch of time where I did do that with a washcloth because I felt like I was not cleaning properly. Mm-hmm. But I'd mm-hmm. say. In general, when you do that, are you standing up or are you sitting down? In the shower, shower? I I sit all the time. Oh, Oh. 
You don't sit in the shower? <laughs> Wait, you guys stand in the shower. For yes. real. Yeah. I have a question. Yeah. How often do you clean your face? What do you mean? mean clean my face? With soap and water. Wash my every face. Every time I take every a shower. Every time I shower. I should do it more often. I should do it at night too, but I don't. I do it every yeah, time I shower. Yeah, you're supposed to. I clean my face with soap. I would say. I wouldn't use soap on my face. Oh, I do. What do you use? I have this uh, special pineapple scented okay. scrub stuff that my wife purchases for me. Wow. I I clean my it face exfoliates. With, with anything. No. With anything about maybe twice a year. Oh my God, Craig. Get okay. the fuck this out is... of here, dude. No, no way. No, that's how I that's how I've maintained this. I don't believe in it. Maintained what? A dirty what? face? <laughs> <laughs> Craig. Oh, it's, it's a face. The, no it's joke. I clean my face, face clean. You touch your face all the time. There's Yeah, no, that's No, bad. I maybe once or twice a year. That's what? it. What? You're Craig. a clean guy though. No, I guess not. No, but like everything about him, I've always felt super clean. Because other things I know he's meticulous with. Mm. And Jay, do you even not almost to the that? point of OCD with. Like... Are you lying? This has got to be. No, you're full of shit. This is the same thing you said full... last no, 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 week, no, no. Barry. You were like, are you no, 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 no. being serious? No, no, the other thing I can I'm believe. Serious. I can't believe this. I don't. I call bullshit. I, I'm thinking about it now because I washed my face after the bounce house because it was disgusting and I felt gross. And I haven't. And you were like, "Oh, where are we? September? Oh, yeah, that's probably the first time I washed my face this year." I haven't washed it in months. What How is that possible, Craig? And there's no it's need just to. Dirty. You're, you're washing your face too much, guys. Wait you're a dirty, second. You're a dirty, Do, you, dirty. You, man. you work out though, which means you sweat from your face, and just rinsing it off in the shower is not enough. Even if the shampoo kind of drains Why? down, it's not What's enough. Happening? You got to scrub. What's happening? Stuff is happening. Your, your pores What's are getting happening? all clogged. I don't see that. Where's the this evidence of something happening? Tell you me. You should be exfoliating, Craig, very often. Not just cleaning, but exfoliating. Do you see a problem here? Aside know, from what, I, maybe it's leaking into my brain, but other than that, do you see a fucking problem? <laughs> maybe no, next you're fucking time Brad I see Pitt. You. I, see, I see no issue whatsoever. You think that if I started washing my face more, I would I suddenly... think you'd have a glow to you that you don't have right now. I think you'd feel better. Yeah. You know, something about being clean that, you know, you exude and it gets into into and, your mindset. And now now we just now we just think you're dirty. Yes. Like I, I had, I'm looking at you in a whole different light. I'm not gonna I don't kiss see you dirt. on the cheek anymore. I don't know. I don't see dirt. I used to go to camp with this guy and he, he would always have like dirt around his neck and in his cracks. Was he heavy? Oh. A heavier guy, yeah. yeah. Um you actually know him. And um Oh. So, it's, but I don't see that. So I don't just don't see. Uh... No, this is not good. That's not. What a great show this is. I'm glad that you didn't finish the news and bounce that ball because this is like the biggest news <laughs> so far. This is bigger than the Anthony Edwards news. I haven't even gotten to the biggest story of the day. Yeah, the Phoenix Suns, right? Yeah. Yeah, another. Uh... Can I get to it? Yeah, go ahead. Here we were talking my about face tonight. Uh... You should. That would be the first are... time in my life I've washed my face twice in one week. So <laughs> I can't That's be. It's just, there's no way. Or maybe twice in one month, I guess. It's, it's like, you know, when, when I teach the kids about colonial times, we talk about how in the 1600s, 1700s, people didn't wash because they thought the dirt protected them from evil spirits. We were way past that. 
Is that it? They, <laughs> you're trying to keep evil grade. spirits away? <laughs> I don't. I just don't see what the benefit would be. I don't. I don't know how you don't look like you're a chimney sweep and your face isn't just. I exactly. know some exactly. people that don't shampoo their hair because they believe that that like you know dries. You're not out supposed to over shampoo. Yeah, right. Yeah. Even though I do that every day. When you when yeah, we're I like do too, if we, God, God willing, we're all still doing the show and we're like a hundred. And I want you to. We're gonna play the back oh, this yeah. episode, and we're gonna look at each other's skin, and we're gonna see that mine is the most moist, <laughs> the youngest. Of the whole group. Because I didn't just spend my life washing my face with chemicals. My soap has moisturizer in it. Yeah. So so your skin is depending on the moisturizer that you're fucking giving it in the soap. Mine has to create its own moisture. Oh, you've got natural immunity for your fucking face? See, yeah. Barry, that's why you don't use soap. Because soap really dries you out. You got to use like I a, use moisturizing soap. Should be using like a cleanser. Should be using mm. some fucking pineapple spray, like fucking blend. No, it's not right? spray. It's like gritty, so that way it gets <laughs> in and exfoliates your skin, takes off that de- you know the dead skin cells. It's good stuff. It smells good too. Mm. I'm telling you, I, you know that's what you should be using. Oh man! Sure but anyway, taking some wild twists and turns. <laughs> We're talking about uh, the N word there. Uh, mm. So Robert Sarver, the owner of the. Phoenix Suns and the Phoenix Mercury in the WNBA has been suspended by the NBA for one year and fined $10 million um, because of an investigation that the NBA did um, after uh, an article was on ESPN.com back in November of last year. There was a massive um, investigation that went into uh, reports of misogynistic comments racist comments. Uh, the NBA, this law firm that they had went through like 80,000 documents, emails, text messages, uh, interviewed like 320 or so people. Um, and they found that he on at least five occasions used the N-word, even after being told by others, you probably shouldn't use that. He was extremely um, harsh with female employees, specifically pregnant female employees cursed at people all the time, yelled at people all the time, created a, an, an environment, a work environment that was not conducive to productive work. Uh, so for one year, he is banned. He is not allowed to be present at the facility. Can't have anything to do with the business or ba- basketball operations of either of the teams. Um, they have to like do a whole bunch of stuff to improve workplace um, like morale and just the conditions there. Uh, the NBA is giving, I think, the entire $10 million fine to different uh, charities that deal with uh, race relations and stuff like that. Uh, but yeah, so one year. Uh, it seems that the the initial like response is that this was woefully inadequate. Because if you remember the whole Donald Sterling thing back in 2014, you know, they ended up forcing him to sell the team. Of course, they had him on tape using the n-word uh about magic you know um but still a lot of people from what i've been seeing both players as well as the media are saying it is just not like the nba did not handle this the the correct way um but yeah he's owned the team for 18 years now Mm. but there's there's specifics in here 
Um, mm. I don't know if you I want just, any. I found an article. Cameron Diaz admits she never washes her face. And how how much has she worked lately, Craig? She's been have you, checked, have you looked at the time. chat? Exactly. While Jay was talking about this other important stuff. Yeah, yeah. You fucking sent me like four articles about how wash not washing your face <laughs> can actually be good for your skin. Yes. What's wrong with you? Blandy, can you repeat everything you just said? No. <laughs> You'll get it on the playback. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah. Anyway, geez. links to these articles about how not washing your face can be good for your skin will be fa- found in the uh, bio below this podcast. <laughs> we, should, we should tweet those all out. Yeah. The best should beauty you, trick what is did you not Google, washing Craig? your face. I, I, I you Googled. can find articles supporting anything. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah, I googled even find, in could, one of the articles you sent me. They had like an say expert something. saying that you know it was debatable. It says here it's advisable to wash twice a day and use a gentle formula. That I saw removes that removes impurities, deep cleans pores. Come on, no, you're gonna find the majority of info is gonna say you got to be washing your face. Uh, I found an article that they they recommend only washing your face if you shit on your face by accident. <laughs> Other than that. <laughs> You don't need to. <laughs> oh my God, Barry's right. You can find an article to say whatever you want on the, on the internet. Okay. If you shit on your face, it says you should clean it. Otherwise, we could find and, an article agree, right now that says shitting you on your face with that, is good uh, for your well, skin. You agree with that? Yeah, I mean, That's bounce houses. That, that time shit. I fell. That time oh, I fell in the cesspool God. when I was a kid. I washed my whole body feverishly, including my face. You what? What did you do? He stop it. Fell into a cesspool. You've heard stop the story. It. You know you? the story. You've heard it a million times. He did what? He fell into a cesspool. I don't remember that story. Mm. Uh, next, I've told it on this show, so I'm not going to yep. tell it again. Oh, okay. Robert Sarver also talked about like the size of his dick at some point to female employees. Stuff like that. Oh. So, um, but uh, that's the way. The basketball man. That, that new segment went way off the rails. All right, guys, that's going to do for today's show. All right? If we haven't lost you at this yeah. point. Blandy Look, doesn't you can't get content like this it. on any other no. NBA podcast, I can assure you. Uh, but this you is off-season uh, talk. You don't think Macri's talking about his, his face cleaning? <laughs> Not for 20 minutes, that's for sure. <laughs> you may get a, we a, should ask you next may get a quip. You may get a quip. Would you rather hear about like salary cap numbers or face washing routines? Well, this is way more. And keep in mind, it is the off season. No, we'll be doing this all year long. (laughs) No, it really doesn't get like this. (laughs) It's not like this. All right, you can follow me at Harding Slave. You can follow Barry at Barry Dwork. You can follow Blandy at Blandy Hooper on Twitter, and you can call us. That's right, five one six thirty three mesh one. Call in, call in and tell Craig how ridiculous he is for not washing his face. You know we're going to get a call from somebody who says, no, no, I don't wash my face either. And I, that's just gonna, I feel like that's most just of make Craig dig in and make him think that what he's doing is right. When you guys are totally pussies. Wrong. You guys are pussies washing your face every day. Every day? Being so, clean? And, and the biggest pussy of them all is Blandy spritzing uh, I, It's not a spritz. It's a gel. It's like a thing you put in your hand. I'm not spritzing my face. And your face smells like pineapple? Yeah, it's awesome. No, you know what? Not pineapple. Grapefruit. Sorry about that. It's grapefruit. Mm. I want to make sure I'm correct. It's, it's I heard there was a pineapple incident on Labor Day with Barry. Oh, oh yeah, when I, 
Yeah. I stole no. Barry's pineapple. That Blandy like was influence. very upset that Barry was separating his fruit from his wife's fruit on the same plate. No, it wasn't. I was upset at the way he was speaking to his wife. That's his wife. That's his queen. And he was just rude. <laughs> he was rude. <laughs> so I, you treat I your wife food. like a queen, Jay? I, I said that is his queen, so he should. No, I don't necessarily treat mine like one. I'm just saying he, he was rude to his wife in in a public setting, and it was it was upsetting to me. I was, was being playful. I don't think so. And I don't think your wife thought so either. She texted me later on to say thank you, actually. Oh, She's is that right? You and my, that, my yeah. wife are texting each other now? She texted me to say thank you for, for standing up for me. Um, yeah. All right, guys. This show is brought to you by betonline.ag. Until next time. What did I do? What does that say? Nothing. No, for, for Blanderson. Oh. Stupid. <laughs> so stupid. Throw me the money! Oh my god. Throw me the money! What is going That's on? That's a good one. I like that one. Yeah, you like that one? Until next time, it is a hard. Nick's. Life. Throw me the money! Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.